Chiefs are about to kick off their next season with training camp, but who's the linebackers and where are they going to line up today on Locked On Chiefs? From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked On Chiefs podcast. Welcome back, everybody. It is now eight days from the opening of training camp. Welcome to another Monday show. We have a great one for you as we look at one of the premier positions on this roster that I think is going to be critical, absolutely critical in this season. We're brought to you today by LinkedIn Jobs. You can check them out and get all the qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and for free by posting your job at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. We have a lot of terms and conditions. Those are LB, uh, Red Dog, Green Dot. We have plenty of terms. We're going to talk about all those today. I'm Ryan Tracy, the founder of Rogue Analytics and Performance Consulting, NFL33.com, and RGR Football. Thanks for making us your first listen. Make another lockdown show your next listen because we're here five days a week for all of you every day, or as you guys know that. We'll get subbed on YouTube and all the audio platforms on Spotify, Apple, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm Chris Clark from Chiefs Corner, and yeah, we're going to talk about middle linebackers, weak side linebackers, strong side linebackers, whatever you kind of want to go into, uh, however you want to label them, it's going to be all over the place. Uh, there are a lot of that's a lot of linebacker talk today, but before you listen to this, please go text us at eight one six three five seven eight seven eight one. There is going to be a ton of new content coming out via the text line when camp kicks off in just over a week. And we are going to start doing a little bit of questions to our listeners asking what they kind of want to hear uh, because we can actually do different subscriptions to different uh, segments that we're going to do with the text line. So just know that that's coming as well. It is definitely coming as well. Uh, There's going to be a lot. And we're going to start today uh, in focusing on the position group that we all kind of forget about because there's a Mizzou guy that heads the group. It's solid. It's not the sieve that it has been since the the retirement of Derek Johnson. The linebackers is a group that now they can they can rely on to be consistent, to be steady. Uh, there's some upside in athleticism and performance and and juice to this group as well. And now they've gone and they've twisted it around a bit. So obviously, I hope you guys will check out uh, all all the websites. But there's one twist that I find really really important. And uh, if you are not subbed on the YouTube channel yet, go do that because I want you to see some of these things. And for me, it's this. There's a whole slew of linebackers on this roster, right? And they're all listed out in height, weight, number, LB, LB, LB. And then boom, the new guy in town is the one guy designated with MLB as his position on the Chiefs official list. And that is keys me as significant. I don't know why they would do it that way when everybody else's list is just an LB. Do you have a concept? <laughs> I wish I could give you an answer. I, I really don't. Uh, Nick Nick Bolton is going to be their starting middle linebacker. There's no doubt in my mind on that. Uh, that's not going to change. Tranquil is a guy that could come in and play that position if something happens to Bolton. Obviously, you hope it doesn't, but he can come in and do that. Um but it's really interesting that they're using that specific designation for him. Just because, I mean, go look at, okay, so he's what, 6'2", 228. What is Bolton? Go up just a little bit further. 5'11", 237. A little bit different in height and weight, a little bit. And that does make a little bit of difference when you talk about different positions, how they can play and, and what they can do. 
Uh, Tranquil's a guy that I think can play all over the field. And really, we've kind of talked about this when we got into the safety group, could cause them to go more three linebacker sets as opposed to having a third safety on the field. That's possible. It's also possible they're going to have Tranquil and Bolton on the field at the same time uh, with just those two, or it could be Willie and, and Tranquil at the same time, depending on on how things are going. So lots of different ways that they can go. One thing I do want to mention really quick, since you already brought up Bolton, he is listed as one of the best players under 25 in the NFL. So he is finally getting credit that he deserves. Mm-hmm. And in the two of them, and, and folks, if, if you've been living under a rock, Drew Tranquil has joined this roster and that's, it's a departure. Like you said, a little bit uh, on the lighter side, he is more of a coverage type linebacker. We know that. Uh, he has actually been really, really good in coverage, and I think that's what the, what he's here for overall. Nick's a little bit uh, heavier, but not grossly so. He's a little undersized at 5'11". And then Willie Gay's the, the big dude in this group of the starting three at 6'1". He's at 243, the heaviest guy on here, who actually happens to be the fastest in a straight line as well. Right, and but the diff- big difference between Tranquil and Bolton is the way they run and the ability for them to turn and run. And that is one of Bolton's biggest things that he struggles with is the ability to turn and run. And that was one of the things when he came to Kansas City originally that you said was going to be a problem with him. He has gotten to a point where he is good enough to where it's okay at this point, which mm-hmm. is a lot more than I expected him to be able to do after you watched him in the preseason and early in his career in Kansas City. <laughs> uh, so props to him on that. But Tranquil gives you a guy that you can plug in there at that position and, and run with tight ends and run down the middle of the field and do things a little bit different. I think that's really important. I, I agree with you, and, and we should be very specific. They have three starter-level guys on this position group. That's without a doubt. Both Tranquil and Bolton are 100-plus tackle-a-year guys. So you can do, if you want to lay it out in a 4-3, you can do that. If you want to lay it out in a 5-2 and have either Tranquil or Willie B, the the guy who comes in, that could possibly be the thing too. For us, I'm going to name all three of them starters in this initial group that we're looking at today because, like you said, whether it's all three on the field in the base defense or some kind of mixture about who comes in for who, it's going to be two of those three guys 99% of the time unless we see an injury. I would agree with you. I, I think that they're going to have actually a little bit more for Leah Chanel than we maybe are thinking that they will at this point. Uh, and I don't think it obviously is going to come in coverage. Obviously, that's what they brought Tranquil in for. And I, quite frankly, I also don't believe that they thought Tranquil was going to be as cheap as he was. I don't think that that was a thought process of them being able to go out and get a guy like that, that they thought he was going to be a guy that they could bring in at the amount of money they brought him in for. So I think that plays into it. And I think Leo Chanel probably had a bigger role coming until Tranquil was signed. And now you're going to be in a situation where Chanel's going to maybe be more of a pass rush type guy. Maybe they're going to put him on the line and try to get the passer. Or he's going to be a guy that's going to be in there on, you know, running downs. And he's going to be trying to stuff the, you know, the run. That's what he did really well uh, in college was attacking that way. So I think they're going to continue in that aspect. He's not going to be a starter like what we thought he was originally. But I do think that, they're going to try to keep developing him because Tranquil's only here for another year. Yeah, and we need to talk about how that process is going to go through and what it's going to look like. We'll get to that right after this because right now you have the potential to hire anybody you want. And you can feel that the high-stakes wager of the small business right now is at its peak. If you want to be 100% certain that you're getting the right candidates that are qualified and are a fit for you, that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. 
Because right now, they help you find the right people for your team fast and for free. All you got to do is write that up, post it onto LinkedIn Jobs. You add your job title uh, and your little purple hashtag uh, hiring frame. Let's people know that you are looking for help in a specific role. That profile is spread uh, across your network, which spreads across everyone else's network, and you get it out there. Simple tools like screening uh, the right skills out, screening the right skills in that helps you prioritize the candidates that you want to interview and then hopefully hire. That's why small business ranked LinkedIn jobs, the number one uh, site in delivering quality, qualified quality candidates versus just all the, the leading competitors that throw all kinds of names at you. Right now, you can get into the action. Go over there to LinkedIn Jobs, and they'll help you find the free qualified candidates that you're looking for. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's linkedin.com slash LockedOnNFL. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. While we're applying those conditions, the condition of Leo Chanel is, is going to be a topic all training camp. And as you mentioned, you got to bring them up. You got to give them something to do. I still feel like this defense, Steve Spagnuolo in particular, is searching for what he wants to do with Leo Chanel. I think the front office made that selection based on what Leo brings. His intensity, his athleticism, at least downhill, and, and the X factor that he's got a little bit of a tweener mentality. He can certainly play off the ball like he should. I think he's a great blitzer. He could drop down and give you some pass rush as well. They didn't get to see a, enough of that last year. Maybe that's part of the plan this season. But it does say something about what you're trying to go or the direction you're trying to go by bringing in Tranquil. It does, but I think it's also a little bit of a combination of things. I think you look at what you do with Tranquil and you look at where Nick Bolton flounders a little bit on the field, and that's a very harsh term to talk about the way he plays because generally speaking, he's in the right position at the right time. He just can't drop like Tranquil does. So – that's going to help in that situation. But when you start talking about Leah Chanel and what I think they're going to do with him, and you, you part of it goes back to also what they're going to do on the defensive line. Is it possible that they're going to look at having Leo Chanel as maybe their sixth rusher, a guy that they can have dressed on game day that is going to be somebody that can rotate in? And I'm not saying give him you know 20 snaps. I'm saying maybe give him five to ten pass rushing snaps, not necessarily third down or big third downs or big downs. Mm -hmm. But just downs to give you other guys, your other guys a rest that really can add up and that can give you an ability to go after uh, a team in a different way than you have right than you had otherwise. Yeah, it's, it's and keep, totally. Sorry, and you keep maybe less defensive ends. That's the other part of where that could go. Yeah, and, and I, I do agree with you there. We're going to talk about the D line later in the week, folks. Remember, we are here five days a week and we have all these position re reviews to get through before next week when the team comes back and reports to training camp. We'll have that covered for you as well. So make sure you're liked and subbed on this video and on the channel. And, and you mentioned it because of that versatility goes such a long way that they should employ them that way a little bit, in my opinion, especially when we talk about when we get to the D-line, the fact that you can change so many things up and be uh, really unpredictable. And I, I think that's going to be key. But when we take a look at the depth chart, this is really the group that we're talking about. It is these four players that we've named so far, Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, Drew Tranquil, and Leo Chanel. Those are the top four. Those are the guys that are going to be on the field. And everything after that is going to be a bit of a question mark because everything else is not somebody that you can see jumping into a starting role, even if there's an injury. That's what Leo Chanel's job is going to be. He will be the break glass guy. 
So what happens after that? The depth has to play special teams. We're going to talk later on our roster preview when we give you our predictions for what our 53 is going to be, about just how many linebackers they're going to keep. But I think we're probably both on solid ground that these four are definitely in. Is that right? Yeah, I would think so. Uh, obviously, injuries play a part in everything, but assuming they're all healthy, these four are going to be on the roster. I do think they keep five. We've talked about that already on our 53. I think we're going to get into that. I mean, that's kind of what we're going to be guessing, I think, going forward. Unless there's a linebacker that shows that he can do more than we think he can. And I really don't think that they're going to get to that point because of roster uh, of the roster crunch at other positions that you're going to be able to get into a point where you can maybe even keep six linebackers. Uh, you know, there's another position group we're going to talk about tomorrow on QBs who I still think they keep three. If they keep three, they definitely can't keep six linebackers. And yeah. there's talk about wide receiver and all those other positions that you have to worry about. And I know we're talking linebackers, but it all plays into the math. It now, does. What the it, math it, says, what the, really quick, what the math says last year was Jack Cochran made it because of special teams. He played all 18 games in special teams, and that was his role. He's not going to be a defensive player, but that's the other big key is, are they going to have a guy that could come in and help on defense? Because if they don't, they're going to be in a bad spot, and they probably need to look elsewhere to bring somebody in so they do have another guy in case there's injuries. And and Jack's one of the guys that we need to talk about, and specifically about what it has to look like to make that roster. And all these other factors do play in, because linebacker is one of those positions that is solid in its starters. You have depth. So everything else becomes about how can you fit into the role amongst the other 53 guys, or sorry, 52 guys. Uh, and that's what we have to get to. We're going to go there right after this. And I'm excited to tell you about our friends over at Bird Dogs because Bird Dogs make you look good. Bird Dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but they fit way better than Lululemon shorts do. They fit better than regular shorts as well because they're made of a stiff, restricting cotton, but they fix the issue of not being able to move because they invented a knit fabric that looks just like khaki but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice the movement. Bird Dogs uses an anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Right now, you can get some money off if you go to birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL or enter promo code LockedOnNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash LockedOnNFL or promo code LockedOnNFL for a free Yeti-style tumbler. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. So I'm going there, and I'm telling you that there's only going to be one linebacker. I think we talked about that before. The question's going to be, do we know who it is in any way, shape, or form? Because no offense to Jack Cochran, he was a long shot to make the roster last year and did based on, like you said, special teams. But we've heard all off season that uh, Isaiah Moore and Cam Jones have been looking good in that prospect as well. Cam Jones is a guy that brings a lot of juice. I had him as a draftable grade in this particular draft. And uh, again, we should check his his official listing. Uh, I don't know that I believe it, but another 6'1", uh, 227 type guy that's got a little bit more length than what we see on, on Nick Bolton in particular, but some of the other guys as well. That goes a long way. And I think if you're trying to get guys that can be replacement player level players for what's on the field in the defense and can play special teams, 
I don't know. Right now, I've seen both of them play in college, and I would give Cam Jones the, the benefit of the doubt, and I'd probably grade him higher overall. He was higher on my board, but every class is a little bit different. Where do you see those two? It's going to be tough. I, you know, the other thing that plays into this, and, and I know we haven't really talked about Cole Christensen or, you know, Isaiah Moore. You know, we're talking about all of the rest of the linebackers. AJ, I think, plays into it a little bit too. Uh, you're going to be looking at who you can develop. Uh, does that mean Cole Christensen at 25 is going to be a guy that isn't going to be somebody that they would keep? Not necessarily, but he would have to do a lot more, I think, in order to be that guy because you're not going to have as long to develop him. Um, you know, he's a little bit older in that regard and, and players only have what a three-year lifespan in the NFL generally. And I will say, I don't think if I remember correctly, I don't think Cochran made the initial 53 man roster. I think he was brought back on the practice squad and then actually got called up, uh, during the season and ended up playing all 18 games. That's a good point. I, I don't know if that's going to be in the cards again. It may be, like you said, for, right. for all the other positions, this is one where you have to feel, especially if you're not going to play, I don't know, if you're going to play 20%, even 15% base defense this year, I want to say they were at uh, right about 11% last year. If you're going to do that, then maybe you maybe you have to keep six, just in case, for attrition, et cetera, et cetera. If not, you're, you're going to go into that season comfortable with five guys, and that's going to allow the other positions to come around. So it, it is four dudes fighting for one job in in my opinion and the youth is an interesting point tranquil's the oldest guy in this group um but obviously he's, he's a starter level player he's here for his veteran experience so they're not right. going to hold that age against him but do you have a feeling uh, of which style of linebacker they want to keep given that leo is a thumper leo is a, a replacement for nick bolton more than he is for a drew tranquil or, or willie get yep no, I really don't. I think that it's going to depend on who they think can give them the most special teams wise. And I, I go back to that because the other thing with Cochran, he played 50% of the snaps on special teams last year. You know, you say, okay, just 50% whoop de do That's a lot of special team snaps. Mm -hmm. That's a ton of the time he's on the field. He had 10 tackles last season uh, as a special teamer, never got a snap on defense and you don't want to see him get a snap on defense. It wasn't what he was there for. Uh, and in this situation, I think it's a good a good thing he didn't because obviously you had the guys play that you want to be playing. The big question is, can any of the other guys that are behind Cochran or can Cochran show that he can do anything on defense? Cochran showed enough, I think, for the Chiefs to like him on special teams. Now it's a question yeah. of, can he do enough to where they like him on defense so they keep him around for special teams? Because the other three linebackers, they're going to have to be worrying about special teams and defense as well. So it all plays into it. Now, I will throw another wild card in here. I know we're talking about these guys. If there's a veteran that gets released before camp or a veteran that gets released during camp, this is a position I could see them trying to add at least a little bit more depth because they don't really have any proven depth behind the starters. So, again, that goes back to the type. So, are you thinking uh, another coverage type guy or any veteran just to have I would think more, more I would think more coverage. I would think more coverage, mainly because that's what you're going to be going up against in the NFL. You already have a built-in backup for Nick Bolden. You actually have two of them. Tranquil is not a thumper, but he will play that role if he has to. And you have, you know, Leo Chanel as well. So I think if they're going to be looking for another linebacker, it could be, uh, you know, a, a coverage type guy. And I'm not saying they're going to go get one. I'm just saying 
if there's one position on the roster that they would be looking at, I would think that this could be one of them because behind the three guys that they have starting, they have Leo Chanel, who played a couple of snaps last year, played a couple of snaps in the Super Bowl, looked pretty good in the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but are you really ready for him to play a, a significant Four portion games. of snaps if, <laughs> if somebody gets hurt? Yeah, that's, that's really what it comes question. down to. Yeah, so I, I do see your point, and I think, again – this position is the defensive equivalent of the running back in the modern NFL. You're going to see some veterans cut that have significant experience. It's going to be, do they have the coverage skills and the athleticism still to fit? But there could be options. There's also going to be options at quarterback, and we're going to see what happens. We're going to talk about the QBs tomorrow. And, yes, it's not just a Patrick Mahomes love fest. We know he's QB1. It goes into more about how you support him in the room, what you do to help him out, and who steps in the case of emergency, and then is there a break glass guy? Do you need to bring someone else in? We're going to discuss that all tomorrow. Get with us on the text line at 816-357-8781 and get yourself in the game. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us today. Make sure you like, sub, and hit that bell. We're going to be back talking quarterbacks tomorrow, O-line, D-line later in the week, and Matt and Derek on Wednesday. Have a great one, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.